Hello, everybody. My name is Amy, and I am starting this podcast today. Um, I'm just going to do an introduction, I guess, to kind of let you know why I decided to do this and what I plan to do from here on out. So um, normally I just talk to my husband about a lot of stuff that I'm wondering, like, why did this person do this? Why did this person murder that person? Like things like that. And honestly, he's like my only soundboard. So, um, he gets tired of it and I like input. I want like other people's opinions on why they think this happened or, or what they think, because honestly, it just helps my mind try to figure it out because I've always been just fascinated with like what makes a person do something that way? What makes a person um, have the ability to form in their mind, okay, you know what, I'm going to go kill this person today or I'm going to stalk this person, I'm going to torture this person. Like what, what makes that happen? And the only way for me to be able to, I guess, have some kind of clarification in my mind is to talk about it. And so this podcast, hopefully, will give me a lot of input from everyone that wants to listen to it, and hopefully I'll get better at this recording and all of that um, as we go on, Um, because I plan to do at least one recording like every week. Um, My my thing is, um, I want to tell a story about like certain murders or maybe even serial killers, and kind of throw out the narrative, just be like asking the questions that I'm thinking in my mind as they come up. And then you guys can comment or, um, I also have an Instagram page, um, and it's speaking of murder. Um, I also have a Gmail speaking of murder at gmail.com and you can send questions or if you have like a story or something that you want me to check out, Um, I can read it on here and we can talk about it together. So I guess I'll just jump in a little by explaining why, um, this subject fascinates me, like why I like talking about it, why I like learning about it, reading about it, um, whatever. So back, um, probably, I don't even know, uh, 24-ish, I'd say 24-ish years ago or so. I was like 11, I think, actually. And at a yard sale, I picked up a book and it was called A Rose for Her Grave by Anne Rule. Um, And she wrote that, published it in 1993, actually. And um, it was basically a guy who married to get insurance money and like killed the women that he was married to. And then there's also some other like shorter stories about different murders and stuff in it. So Anne Rule is amazing. Um, I just like to say she's been, um, writing for like since the sixties, I believe she wrote for like some type of a newspaper or magazine, um, some kind of like crime files type thing. And then she started putting out books in the eighties. And one of the ones that you probably know of is The Stranger Beside Me, which is about 
her encounter with Ted Bundy, um, like basically as a normal person. So they worked together in like a crisis hotline center where people that were like thinking about hurting themselves or needed to speak to someone could call in and they would basically talk them down and kind of help them through that moment so that they didn't harm themselves. And so she was really good friends with him um, during that time. And he used to like walk her to the car, do things like that. And then here years later, find out he's a serial killer, you know, so that's kind of creepy. But um, so she wrote a book about her experience as his friend, as well as learning about, you know, his murderous rampage that he did all over the place. And so it's super interesting and it's a different take because, um, I like to know kind of both sides. Like how did these people, um, live like one life and then be like some kind of crazy psychopath in another life, like at the same time, like that seems so difficult and like, seems really complicated, but that book kind of gives you both sides. So it's pretty awesome. But, um, anyways, so back to a rose for her grave. So when I was like 11 ish or whatever, and read that book, I was like super hooked on, um, I believe her writing style probably was like the most interesting and it kind of kept you hooked and it told the story from both perspectives. It didn't like make the person out to be just like a straight monster off the bat. Like you kind of got to know who they were before they started doing this stuff, which is what I like to know about is like, were like, were they beat up when they were a little kid? Like what happened that made them be like that? So, um, also like another reason why I kind of got fascinated with like trying to figure out like what drives people like that is like when I was a little kid, um, I was in abusive situation and like, I just couldn't wrap my head around why someone would be able to do that to a child and not, not sexually or anything, but like physically or whatever and mentally, like emotionally, that kind of stuff. But like, how do you get yourself to that point where you can do that to another child? Like, how does your brain like absorb the stuff that says, you know what, like this is like, let me take it out on this small child, you know? And so I think it kind of helped when I started reading these kind of books to give me kind of an insight into like the why, you know, cause obviously I didn't know why. And, um, it, it kind of gives, like I said, it kind of sheds a little bit of light on like the internal factors or maybe even like that whole nurture versus nature type thing. Like, were they born like that? Like did experiences that happened to them when they were kids, like shape, like how they would become later. And like, in my case, I mean, I'm a postal worker. I deliver mail and, um, I went through a lot of things as a kid and like growing up and it didn't affect me in the negative aspect, like it made me want to be a far away from that kind of stuff as much as I possibly could. So it was like an opposite effect, I guess. And like kind of 
pushed me to make sure that things like that couldn't happen or wouldn't happen. So, um, so anyways, so during the podcast from here on out, um, I, we're, I'm going to express my interest in the why factor, like what makes these guys do what they do or women even like the psychology of the act, basically like I'm not a psychology like major or anything. Like I took a psychology class and I learned a lot of stuff that was pretty awesome. And it kind of helped, um, I guess, give me a clear understanding of like what I was trying to find out about these guys. And it's like how the brain functions and forms depending on what type of trauma, um, like was trauma a factor? Like did something really horrific happen to these people? And then like, depending on the age, I mean, what happened to their brain? Like, did it start forming, you know, a different way? Because we, as human beings, absorb all of the things that are happening around us. And some people's brains are not functioned enough to handle it in a positive way. So, I mean, that's kind of the thing that I'm looking for is like, like what happened, you know? And like, also, um, I want to kind of open up the discussion of like unanswered questions in like the investigation, you know, like, um, what, like, what did the police fail at? Like, did they investigate correctly? Like, could they have done something different? Maybe they would have stopped this person from being like a mass murderer, serial killer, rapist, whatever they were doing. Like, maybe if they would have done something different, like what could have been done different or that type of stuff. Like basically like procedural errors, like, cause in all of the older cases, like there's a ton of stuff that people bring out about, oh, okay, the police didn't do this. They didn't mark this off or they didn't collect evidence, whatever. And of course I'll give credits for information that I get. So like if I read it off an article or something and like with a lot of these guys, I've read multiple like pieces. So like lots of news articles, movies, books, those kind of thing. And so for what I can remember, um, I mean, I'll try to give credit accurately. Um, if I'm wrong, I mean, feel free to point me in a different direction or, you know, correct whatever it is. Cause it's not going to be like, oh, I'm just reading, you know, just constant information or anything. I'm going to just tell the story in my own words. And if there's something that I come across that might be wrong, like feel free to correct me. It's fine. Um, also like another thing that I want to do is like look at movies that are depicted, or I guess I would say, um, inspired by some of these, um, serial killers or just killers in general. Um, and then kind of do the debunking on the myths of the movies. So like if they used one person as like the inspiration for a movie and maybe it wasn't really true to form, like those kind of things, or even go as far as maybe, um, explaining the movies that people think are based on a real person and really aren't because there's a lot of those. And I've, 
I've had heated debates over a lot of movies um, over the years with people that are like, oh, this is, this really happened. It was like this. And I'm like, no, dude, like your information's off. And so I'm a movie book reader, all of that. I like to look at different representations of a story so I can form my own conclusion on things like that. It's just how I am. So I watch a lot of different stuff or read a lot of different things. Um, also like, and this might be like an unpopular decision, but I mean, whatever, this is what it is. I like, um, to see the other side, like the human side of a person that is able to kill people, the human side of a person that is able to torture people. And I know that probably sounds like morbid and maybe it is, I don't know. Um, and maybe it's not a normal thing, but like, I'm the only one in my family that's like super obsessed with serial killers. And I know a lot about it and I just can't learn enough. And I've been like that since I can remember. I've always been like that. I've always kind of gone around and like even try to profile like my family. I know that sounds like horrible, but like basically taking like a profile that I seen in an article or I read in a book and then applying it to my family members to see if they could be serial killers. Like you don't know certain factors they used to think like led people more likely to be a serial killer, like mutilating animals or things like that. Like certain things. Cause you just don't know, like people that are in your family could be like, there are people that find out their brothers, mothers, sisters, uncles, whatever have killed people. Like that's some tough stuff. And like, I would hope I'd be able to recognize one of them before I get killed. Like honestly, but like, you just don't know anymore, like who to trust and who is on the straight and narrow. Like you just don't know people could live a a double life and you're like, you don't know. So I think, um, like finding out about their human side is important because it helps you gain like a better understanding of the person. And then you can like understand more what drove them to kill. Cause like, like say we'll, we'll stay on Ted Bundy for a second. Like, I don't want to do a whole like podcast on him right now. Cause I'll do that later. But like he had like, you know, a girlfriend, like he had a different like he had this whole life and he was like a really nice guy and like charming and like all of these things, but he like killed women on the side. Like, how do you just go from, oh, like taking your girlfriend out on a date or something, being this nice guy, like opening the door, like just being so sweet. And then you're like luring women into your car and killing them. Like, how does that transition happen? you know, and that's the kind of stuff I'm like, what the heck? Like how, like what has to be going through their mind? And like, what kind of person do you have to be to be able to hide all of those secrets? Like I can't hide a secret to save my life. Like I have the guiltiest face on the planet. If like I know something and I'm like around people that, you know, I'm not supposed to say, I'm like, it's like all over my face. Like my face is not a good lighter. But like these guys are going out and having, you know, a couple different lifestyles going on. 
and nobody knows like how how is that a thing but anyways so also um like there's a lot of like I said I read a lot of books and so when I do like a podcast about a specific uh murder or serial killer whichever one um I'll suggest a book that explains it the best so like I read some books that were just like I don't know like what they were thinking but it does not give you like nearly enough information to make like an informed thought on the thing it's like bouncing around too much there's not enough like I'm really partial and I've read some different authors but I I just love Anne Rule and I like I'm so sad she died like she passed away in July 2015 and um I'm pretty devastated because I've read almost all of her books. I'm saving some because I don't want to read them all and not have anything else to read by her. Because I know that once I get to the last one, it's the last one forever. You know, and I could go reread her books and stuff. And I've done that. But like reading a new book is like, it just feels like home to me. I know that sounds probably weird, but it is. And I just love her writing style. I love her stories. I love how she tells them, and I've tried to read another author, and, like, this, like, I'm so, like, not satisfied by the way that he's writing the book. Like, it's jumping around all over the place. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this story, and I'm, like, so annoyed by his writing style that I cannot get through this book, and, like, I can read a book in, like, a day, two days. And this one's not very big, and it's a true crime still, because that's all I read, basically. But, like, he's just jumping around. And I'm like, dude, you gotta, like, start from the beginning, and then go forward until you reach the end. And then you stop. Like, you can't just backtrack through the whole thing when you're, like, going on about, oh, like, he dated this woman, and then randomly go back to oh, well, he was born to this person and they did this as a living. I'm like, no, like start at the beginning. Tell us his home life. If you want to make some correlation to that throughout the book, that's fine. But like, tell us the whole thing first because I, I just cannot handle it. And I mean, I don't know. It's just hard for me to find another writer that is more amazing than Anne Rule. So let's just get that clear because... No matter what I read, like something is, is not going to sit right. I mean, I can read other people. That's not like the issue. It's just, I can't read a scatterbrained author. I just cannot. Because then I'm asking questions and nobody's going to answer them because like he didn't say that, you know, and then I got to go do some research and which is fine. But anyways, okay. So apparently I'm a rambler as well. And, but like, I feel like it's the only way to get it off my brain. Cause like, if I keep it in there, it's like all frustration, you know, kind of goes nowhere. But, um, so there's a show that I've been watching and actually I just finished season two and it's, um, called mind hunter and it's on Netflix. I don't know if anyone has watched it. It's amazing. Like I watched the first season uh, in like less than a week. And, um, my sister-in-law had told me about it and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to watch this series 
you will love it. And she was not lying, but I was so mad at her because I didn't know there was only one season of it. I felt like I needed more when I finished the first season. So it came out again, um, season two. And I think I want to say last month sometime, I'm not really sure of the exact time, but, and it's so much more in this season than there was in the first. And I've actually rewatched a couple of episodes because I felt like I missed too much, like too much of the meaty stuff that you want to know. But, um, so I did some research too, because I wanted to know, um, how close to like the real guys are these episodes, you know, like, did they just kind of take it off of like their own narrative or were they like going by like testimony, like confessions, like, I mean, evidence, whatever. Cause there's some movies that kind of just go left field and just kind of tell whatever. But so come to find out like Mindhunter actually takes a lot of the actual testimony from these people and puts it into the episode. So almost word for word in some of them. And either way, like, I don't know if the investigators are real, like real named people or whatever, but they're taking cases that actually happened and they're showing the amount of investigative-ness, whatever you want to call it, went into trying to solve these murders. Um, also trying, like when they barely started like toying with the idea of like profile for a killer, like what type of characteristics fit a certain profile. It's super fascinating. And, um, I just really loved like the whole, I guess, flow of the episodes are awesome, but it's from like, it's set from way back. So they do like an interview on there with Manson and, and Ed Kemper and stuff like that. But it kind of puts you in their shoes at the moment. Like what they must have been feeling. Uh, like the the investigators, not the killers. But like how overwhelming of a task it was when they didn't have so much information available to them. And like they didn't have all of this fancy technology. Like they didn't have any of that stuff. So it's kind of setting back and, and they're dealing with racism and they're dealing with, um, you know, like it wasn't socially acceptable, um, to be a homosexual or to be a lesbian. It wasn't socially acceptable to be with, uh, like in, in a mixed race couple type situation. Like those kind of things were obstacles a lot of the time because, they were met with a lot of resistance depending on those situations for like, so like they did the, um, oh my gosh, now I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, it was like all these child killings that were happening. I believe it was Detroit. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Detroit. And there was like a ton of black children that just kept coming up missing and no one would help them because they were black children. And so they kind of put them on the back burner. So it just kind of goes over a lot of um, obstacles and kind of what went into developing this method of investigation. So it's pretty awesome. If you can watch it, you totally should. And if you like true crime, 
this one is one that's really accurate. Like I didn't find myself pointing out mistakes the whole time. Like I found myself being like, I remember that I remember this, you know? So, and those are the ones that I like is where I can like relate in my brain. Oh my gosh, I read about that or something anyways. So, um, yeah, so that's my introduction, um, to what I'm going to be doing in this podcast. And, um, I just hope you guys like it. And I mean, if you don't, it's fine. You don't have to listen, but it's just getting it out of my brain helps me. And, um, I'm going to also have like people that are going to be able to be on the podcast with me to also talk about it and kind of have a different view than I do. Um, my sister-in-law is, she likes, um, like horror movies and serial killers and stuff like that. And so when we can, I mean, we can debate about it all day and, um, it's just something that I like to talk about. So anyways, if you have any suggestions on like a specific case that you want me to talk about, like I'm all ears, you know, so just suggest whatever you want. And, um, I'm super new to podcasting. I've never podcasted before. And I just was like, you know what? That would be like so awesome to have like all of these people give me their input on specific things that I have questions about and they probably have questions about and it's going to be acceptable to talk about it because I know like a lot of people are like, oh my God, like why do you know so much about serial killers? Like you're a crazy person and it's not an acceptable thing, I guess, but there's so many people that have the same obsession or fascination, I guess. Um, and I feel like we should be able to talk about it and freely talk about it and discuss it and have debates and, and all of that stuff and be able to just kind of get it out there. Like the WTF moments, you know, like how in the hell? So anyways, so that's it. And again, I'm Amy and this is Speaking of Murder.